The winning streak is over, and it is a very hard lesson learned. I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral us above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day and part of your daily routine. Locked On Celtics is free, available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thank you so, so much for everyone who is watching the show on YouTube. I put out the call for more subscribers, thinking maybe we'll get to 4,000 by the All-Star break. We're almost at 4,200. So, so many of you that have found the show, have decided to subscribe. I really do appreciate that. Hope you stick around after the Celtics lose <laughs> to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, part of part of the uh, joys of a nine-game winning streak, to let you in on this, uh, when the Celtics do well, casual interest rises, people want to search out Celtics stuff, and they find the show on YouTube, and they subscribe. When the Celtics suck or do things like lose to the Pistons, I don't quite get as many people like glomming on and subscribing and all of that stuff and really searching out this content. So I do appreciate every, everybody doing this and I do hope you stick around. Yeah. The Boston Celtics lost to the Pistons 112, 111. I'm John Corrales, by the way, I covered the team for Boston sports journal. I've written a book called the Boston Celtics all all time all-stars, which if you're watching on YouTube, it's this book right here behind me. And I was one of the media voters on the Boston Celtics 75th anniversary team. So I had a say in that. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So later on in the show, in the third segment, I'll talk about some reasons for being optimistic, but really it, it all hinges on this team being whole. In the second segment, the lesson, the real lesson being learned here. But in the first segment here, let's just get into what really happened. What happened in this game? Because I want to separate this game from what happened in prior games, prior to this nine-game winning streak. I think this is different. This game is not what they used to do. It looks like what they used to do. It feels like what they used to do. It smells like what they used to do, but it's not what they used to do. It's, I think, a good team falling into the most predictable of traps. I saw this team, and I'm not, I don't bet on sports myself. I'm very, like, I don't discourage it. We talk about bet online here all the time. I'm very happy. Like, I, I don't mind that people go and, and gamble and all that stuff. On, on pro sports teams and sports games, I don't choose to do it. I go gamble on other things. I like to play blackjack. I like to go to the casino. So, But I don't go to the sports book. That's just not my thing. However, I saw the Celtics favored by 12 and a half, and I was like, ooh, baby, I was very tempted. 
very, very tempted to put some money down on Detroit in this one. I didn't because I don't bet on the NBA, but and I don't bet on sports. But I looked at that and I was like, man, feels like easy money, baby, because the Celtics are in a trap game situation. Let's look at what they were walking into. Celtics had just come in to a game here where they, they beat Philly in Philly. They were up by 50. They sent a message. Ime Odoka put Joel Embiid's quote about the Celtics being easy to defend up on the bulletin board. Joel gave them literal bulletin board material. The Celtics went out. They waxed Philly. National television. They prove a big point. Now it's a back-to-back. You are playing the worst team in the NBA. There's the all-star break that's coming like the next day. Most of these guys, in fact, everybody besides Jalen, I think, either is checked out or like getting ready. Like they they are texting girlfriends and wives. Uh, okay, I'll meet you at the airport at this time. Or um, this is when our flight leaves. The all-star break is tomorrow. This is the ultimate trap game. Celtics walking into this game against the Pistons, the worst team in the NBA record-wise. This was the ultimate trap game, and the Celtics played like that. Now, they did have an opportunity to win this game. Jason Tatum had a last-second shot and an opportunity to win this game. So as bad as things looked, they still had a chance to win a game where they played like crap for, I don't know, let's let's say 37.5% of the time. Um, they played well for enough of the game to give themselves a chance to win. They played possessions, I would say, about 55 to 60% well, and then 40% of it went to crap. And the 40% of it was, one last rotation that they needed and a, a, a box out that didn't happen. They gave up 18 offensive rebounds. The leaders in the NBA in offensive rebounding are the Memphis Grizzlies and they averaged 13.9. The Celtics gave up 18 offensive rebounds to the Pistons. The Pistons came in and let's give credit to the Pistons. I have to give credit to the Pistons. This is not a game where the Celtics just came out, messed around, and another team played bad, and, and they just they just kind of squeaked out a win. No, the Pistons came in. They were clearly upset about the last game in Detroit where the Celtics just walloped them and the end of the bench kind of gave up a lead. But they came in. They were physical. They played hard. Um, Cade Cunningham played great. Sadiq Bey played great. Um, Jeremy Grant filled it up. Like they played really well. They came in, they were the aggressors. Absolutely. If the Celtics played with the energy that Detroit played with, this even if Detroit played with the same energy, if if the Celtics just matched them, this would have been a 20-point win. But the Celtics fell into the trap. That's it's as simple as that. The Celtics 
there are multiple examples of an offensive rebound. Jalen Brown against Sadiq Bey, turning his head and Sadiq Bey going by him and putting putting in an offensive rebound with 40 seconds to go. Um, Too much isolation. Somehow, and I don't understand this at all, because I was surprised at the end of the game to see the Celtics with 29 assists. That doesn't make any sense to me because I saw this team not moving the ball well. I saw this team kind of like going a little too ISO, settling a little too much for, th- for, for three-pointers, and too many quick triggers. The Celtics took 32 three-pointers in this game. And they hit 13. They were 40%. So, like, I sit here and I'm like, man, am I, am I crazy? Did, did my eyes lie to me? Because, yeah, they, they, they hit 40% from three, and they had 29 assists. And I look at them like, but, but they also settled a little too much and they didn't move the ball as well. And, and I think if they had maybe taken, I don't know, 27 three pointers, they still would have hit the 13, but they were so good in, at, at the two pointers that they could have used that just a little bit more ball movement. They had 29 assists which is a great number, they could have had 35. You know what I mean? Like, just knock down a few of those three-pointers that I think were just the tiniest of quick triggers, and this team's actually in a, in a spot to win this going away. But, hey, look, credit to Detroit. Detroit came in, played hard, played physical, did what they had to do. Boston came in. It was like the last day. It was a Friday vacation day or a Friday before vacation. We've all done it. And don't give me, they make millions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. Human nature trumps whatever money you make. It's a Friday. It's a day before vacation. Everybody's gone into the office on a Friday, the, day, the, the last day before they go on vacation and screwed around. You just can't get that motivation. We've all done it. So don't, you know, don't lie to me and tell me you haven't. You have. We've all done it. Celtics did it, and it got burned. They got burned. The lesson that they learned is coming up next. First, let me tell you about Bet Online because, look, I'm not. I choose not to bet on sports myself, but a lot of people do, and I, I think that's great because it's fun, and a lot of people have a lot of fun betting on sports. Betting on basketball, there's a lot to bet on here between the pro and the colleges. And Bet Online can really give you uh, a great way to do that. Latest odds, player performance props, where the next head coach that was fired is, is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcast news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net has hockey, boxing, UFC. Olympic coverage. So head on over to their website today. Use your mobile device and learn about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not check out Locked On Now as your second listen every day? Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from your local experts. It's free. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out. And a game like this, you get my take. You got Kuka Hill's take from Lockdown Pistons. 
Each side tells a story. It's a great recap of the night in the NBA. Boston Celtics lose to the Pistons by one. Jason Tatum's jumper just misses slightly left. If that shot was a half inch to the right, the tone of this podcast is different. And I'm saying, hey, Celtics escaped with a win, and let's just celebrate it and be done with it. But they lost. And so they leave with their nine-game winning streak broken. And I think a lesson learned. Another lesson learned. And honestly, the final lesson that they should be learning. Because there's only, what, 22 games left? This was their 60th game of the season. There's 22 games left. There's there's nothing. There's nothing left. You come back for a couple of weeks in February. You go through March. You go through. That's it. It's almost over. It's wild, but it's almost over. The Celtics have just gone through a nine-game winning streak. And they have been playing great. And the trade deadline came and went. And they made some changes. They added Dark White. They added Daniel Tice. Both really good additions. And the Celtics, I think, um, kind of felt a little comfortable going into this game thinking like, like I said, let's just, let's just try to shoot our way through this. You know, let's, we'll rotate, we'll we'll play a little bit of defense, but do we have to play a, a lot of defense? There was a point there in the game where I was like, they're playing a defense where each pass felt like it was an imposition on the Celtics. Like, okay, I'll go guard this pass. Are you passing again? All right, I'll go, I'll go grab this one. Another pass? All right. Oh, God. Can you guys just shoot? Can you guys please just shoot? Because I'm sick of rotating. Can you shoot? And, like, I'll grab the rebound or something. Like, that's how the Celtics, it felt like in this game. But, but, but the real lesson here is the lesson that I think has been imposed throughout the course of the, the, the earlier part of the season Now that they've gone through their winning streak, this is a good reminder. Take this L with you into the all-star break. Take this L with you. Put it in your your carry-on baggage. Put put it in your check bag. Take it with you to Turks and Caicos. Whatever it is, wherever you're going, take this L with you just to remind you that you got to work hard because the Boston Celtics aren't the Phoenix Suns. They aren't the Milwaukee Bucks. They aren't the upper echelon of the East, even though their nine-game winning streak was the longest streak in the NBA, even though their point differential is the best in the East, even though their defense is second best in the NBA as a whole in, for the entire season, And number one by far since January 1st, even though all of that, even though this L, I want you to take it out and look at it like a card from an X that you didn't want to break up with. I want you to look at that L and say, man, this shouldn't have happened. I want you to look at that L and say, we needed to work 
a little bit harder. We needed to put in the work from the beginning. You needed to box out from the beginning. You needed to control the ball from the beginning. That L that you look at longingly, that, that's sitting there, tattoo it on your forehead backwards so when you look in the mirror, it looks like an L. That should be the final reminder this season because you only have a couple dozen gains left. That should be the, oh my God, we lost to the Pistons by doing this, by playing somewhat okay, putting in enough of an effort that we think it's enough, but it's not really. We lost doing that. That should be your lesson, Boston Celtics. You shot 54% from the field. You shot 40% from three. You had 29 assists, and you lost to the Pistons. The lesson is finish off the work. Finish off defensive possessions. Rotate. Just do that extra little bit. Trust me, it'll be worth it. You just went through nine games and you just came off a game in Philly where you put in 29 minutes of effort, 29 minutes. It's a 42 game. You play 29 minutes, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum starters. You didn't even play. Nobody played 30 minutes. Just put in that little bit of effort and you get to sit the whole fourth quarter. I think the lesson here and the one that's been hammered home over and over and over again this season, whenever the Celtics feel like they can coast to a win, they don't. Whenever the Celtics actually put in the work from the beginning to do all of the hard things first and to put in that effort, they actually do coast to a win. That's what this season has been about. When you think you can coast to a win, you don't. When you try and work hard, you actually coast to a win. So for the last time, heading into the all-star break, having played 60 games, the final lesson of this season. Put in the damn work from the damn start of the game, and you will coast two wins that you're supposed to coast two wins over. Like you're supposed to beat the Pistons by 12 and a half, according to Vegas, and you couldn't do it because you didn't put in all of the necessary work. You put in some, you, you, you didn't come out totally flat. You came out with the we're going to work like 65% of the time. And you needed to work like 70% of the time. I could have said 69% of the time, but I was being mature. You needed to work 70% of the time. You just needed to work hard. If you just worked 100% of the time from the beginning, you could have done it for 25 minutes and sat down. Now, you could have, you can try to space it out, but let's not even get to that, lesson, to that level. Just do it from the beginning. If you do it from the beginning, you're good. There is a little bit of a catch there. And I'll talk about that catch. 
when I come back after the break. First, let's talk about rockauto.com. It is winter in New England. If you're listening to me in New England, this has been such a weird week. A week ago was like 60 degrees. A couple of nights ago was six. That's, that's going to bring havoc to the roads. It's going to open up potholes. Your car is going to need work. Whether you run over a pothole or if somebody puts a rock through your windshield, you're going to need something. Go to rockauto.com. They're going to help you get what you need for your car. Don't bother going to that strip mall, that chain store. That chain store, that little brick and mortar place is not going to have all of the parts that all of the cars that you see out there, all of the different makes and models, it's impossible for them to carry all that stuff in stock. Rock Auto can though. So why choose to spend 30 to 50 to 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Save your money, save your time because you don't have to go there by going to rockauto.com. Enter all of that information you would give a clerk into rockauto.com. And then you find all of the things that you need, whatever it is, complicated. Do you know what you need for an engine? Are you rebuilding an engine? Can you rebuild an engine? Great, go to rockauto.com. Are you like me? Uh, floor mats, please. Windshield wipers, that's the extent of it. I can do headlights. That's that's the extent of it. Rockauto.com, they'll help you. Are you trying to save some money? They've got a lot of different price points. You want the most, like the absolute best part possible? They have that too. So go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck or RV or motorcycle. When you do buy something, I feel like you will buy something if you need it. Go to their how did you hear about us box and write locked on in that how do you hear us box. How, how did you hear about us box? That's the only way they know we sent you. Rockauto.com, it's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Lockdown Bets your second listen every day? Your boy Q, Lee Sterling, will give you some great advice. So whenever you go to bet online, you can use their advice. Maybe they'll help you win a couple of bucks. So check out Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcast. Let's talk a little optimism. The Celtics have still won 11 of 13 games, which is pretty amazing. They won nine in a row. Okay, this game will make people mad. And it's amazing how many people between the I, – I, I get it all. <laughs> I get it all. I have, I, uh, I have uh, Boston Sports Journal, which has a comment section. I have Twitter, which I'm very active on. And obviously anybody can respond to that. YouTube, I get YouTube comments. People want to be mad. People are dying to be mad. The Celtics lose this game and all of the negative negativity comes out of the woodworks. It's still, look, the Celtics are still going into the all-star break at 34 and 26. They are four and a half games out of first. The Bulls right now, as I speak, have 38 wins. So the Celtics only have Four fewer wins than the number one seed. They have two fewer wins than the third seed. And the Celtics have played, like, they have 34 wins. So, do, so does Philly, who is fifth. But Philly has played three fewer games than the Celtics. So 
there's there's this weird kind of scheduling thing and COVID and all that. The Celtics are in a good spot. They're in a good spot. They're not going to finish first or second or third, probably. There's an outside chance at third, but they are where we thought they would be. I don't care that it took a roundabout way. The Celtics are currently where we thought they they should be, which is in that four, five, six mix and an outside chance at the third seed. So let's just keep it positive for the time being. They come out of the, um, the all-star break. They got Brooklyn. And I don't know if Brooklyn's going to be fully whole there. I don't know if Kevin Durant's going to be back, but they've got Brooklyn. They've got Detroit again, revenge on their minds, revenge on their minds. They got Detroit, Indiana, and Atlanta before facing Memphis. That Memphis game is going to be a lot of fun. I mentioned this on the last podcast. So the Celtics are still in a good spot. However, it's, I think it's pretty clear that the Celtics need to be whole. This, this Celtics team needs to be fully healthy. And any departure from full health puts their chances of winning at risk. They didn't have Marcus Smart, and they didn't have Robert Williams in this game. And I went into this game thinking, you don't need Smart and Rob to go out there and beat the Pistons. But they kind of did need Smart and Rob to go out there and beat the Pistons. One, or At least one of those guys. The, each main guy that you take away from the Celtics really hurts their chances of winning. Each guy that they lose takes away a key element to winning for the Celtics. In this game, Robert Williams offensively. Think about having Robert Williams offensively and his ability to roll to the rim and the pressure that he would put on the rim. And maybe that shot that Jalen Brown took where he got blocked by Cade Cunningham and uh, Beef Stew, that would have been an alley-oop to Rob. Or it would have drawn people towards Rob, and it would have been a cleaner look for for Jalen. Either way, just in that particular play in that situation, having a guy like Robert Williams would have helped. I think just having Marcus Smart, forget Robert Williams for a second, just having Marcus Smart out there. First of all, you, you push Derek Williams back to the bench and you have an, another guy that you need, a good guy, a great guy, um, to, to, to kind of come off the bench and, and kind of give you that continuity throughout the game. But just having smart, I think, in this game, moving the ball, having that energy, having that, hey, guys, let's go, let's go, come on, move it, move it, that guy – to get their energy up another 5%, that would have been the difference between winning and losing. The Celtics this season need to be whole. This team needs to be at hundred percent. And if they're not at hundred percent health, then games like this will happen. That's just, I think if, if I've learned a lesson, it's that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown can get to the rim and attack the basket, but having Rob as a threat opens things up. 
having Marcus as a ball handler to kind of initiate the offense starts, starts the defense moving and opens things up. Defensively, those guys kind of prevent some of the things that happened in this game. Robert Williams probably clears two or three or four of those rebounds. Instead of 18 offensive rebounds, maybe it's 14 or 13 or 12. That's a big difference. We want to believe that the Celtics are better than the Pistons just with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and and, and they are, except that the Pistons or any NBA team, when they play with effort, are, are they're, they're generally not that bad. It's, 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 not a, it's, it's not a big secret in the NBA. If you play hard, you'll win. And especially in like January, February, the t- right before the All-Star break, if you're the team that's playing hard in February, you're going to win. Celtics just won nine straight games by playing hard, playing great, playing a style that's, you know, moving the ball that, that forces teams to try to keep up team like the Pistons, who, by the way, the Pistons have seven wins against teams above 500 and six against teams below 500. So most of their wins have come against teams above 500. They, they perform well or better against teams that are good, but just coming out there and putting in that effort that that these guys, Smart and Rob, and having a full complement, that that will win you games. And, and not having those guys, it, it takes away too much from the Celtics. They don't have a supporting cast that you can lean on. They don't have guys that plug and play, and then you can come off the bench. with like They just don't have 10, 11 deep that you can go to. They have seven or eight. So the Celtics need to be whole. And if they were whole in this game, they'd, they'd win. And if they're whole in a game where they all felt like, hey, let's kind of like mess around, then one of those guys, somebody would, I think, step up and be like, no, no, we need to, we need to try for like, give me three minutes. Give me three minutes of great play and we can win this game. They need to be whole. If they're not whole, if one of these main players is out, this team, this 2021-22 Celtics team, is going to struggle. Well, they're still in a good spot. I'm confident about the Celtics. I feel like I've been right about this team for a a big stretch of this, this season. So I feel good about where they are moving forward. Tomorrow, I'll bring Tom Westerholm back on. We'll discuss what we saw over these last two games and what we see moving forward. We'll see how he feels about it. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. For those of you who are subscribed, those of you who just subscribed to the YouTube page, thank you so much if you're still here. Thank you so much. We're at just under 4,200. So I'd love to get to 5,000 now. You know me, I'm greedy. Let's let... 4,000, let's get to 5,000. Let's get to six. Let's get to 10. So uh, if you uh, would like to continue to, to, to build this up, spread the word, keep doing this show and make sure it's free for everybody. Uh, let's do it. Let's get this thing up to 5,000 by, I don't know, a month from now, mid-March. Let's do it. 
5,000 in a few weeks. Let's see if we can do it. Share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell everybody that they should be listening and listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.